is the Becoming Epic Podcast. Becoming Epic. Epic isn't a word that we're just saying. Becoming Epic. Every person is courageous. Fitness became a blessing. It's my secret weapon. I'm living every second motivating you to become epic. Welcome back to Becoming Epic Podcast. My name is Adam Berezowski and I am your courage coach. I swear one of these days I'm going to learn to sing and then I'm going to blow your guys' mind. So happy, uh, I don't even know what day it is. I don't know what week it is. I can't believe it's like middle of February already or February. <laughs> oh my God. Middle of March. Um, this year is already flying by. Um, so yeah, there's been a ton of topics coming up in my life regarding anxiety and fear. And so I wanted to bring to you six ways that I use, um, actually not six, one, two, three, four, five ways um, that I use to be able to overcome some of my fears and my anxiety. So to give you a little bit of history, and I've, God, I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety when I was really young. In 2018, um, I had some severe panic attacks, ended up in the hospital for it was like three months of just panic attack after panic attack took some time off of work and it was really hard on my marriage at the time it was hard on my daughter um she was super young and yeah it just created so much stress so much fear so much even more anxiety and it was funny because my fear was the fear of having a panic attack, which then would actually spiral me into having a panic attack. So it was a very interesting experience, and I hope to never go through that again. But this time, if I were to ever, I'm way more prepared. So I wanted to go over six ways that I, or sorry, six ways, I keep saying six, five ways that I use um, to really overcome fear. And so the one big thing I say, the, the first one is learning more about my fear. And, you know, just like what I said is like at the time in 2018, my fear of having a panic attack was real and which would spiral me into then having more panic attacks. And after the fact that I've come out of that and I've experienced that, it's the fact that I've survived, I've really studied kind of why that happened, what was going on in my life at the time, how much stress I was under, what was going on in my business, what was going on in my marriage, what was going on in my personal life, in my own head. And there were so many factors to that. So learning more about that has given me a form of comfort knowing that if I don't take care of myself and if I don't do certain things, that the possibility of that happening again is is there. And so I definitely don't want that to ever happen again. So I have learned so much. I've read books. I've listened to podcasts. I've gone to therapy um, to learn so much about myself and what that fear looks like. And so the second thing that I use to be able to overcome fear is I've used my imagination to visualize my positive future. And I use vision work a lot. Every day I think about it. I think about my goals. I think about my big picture. Um, I've learned that I'm a big visionary in my life. Like I, if I see something, I can build it. Like I need that. And I need that picture of the Legos, you know, like on the Lego box of what the actual product is. And then the instruction manual then to build it. Um, I need that picture or else I'll, even with the instructions, I won't know how to build it. And so I utilize my imagination to visualize a positive future and then what the outcome looks like. And then that's what I use to really 
drive myself through the fear of the things that I need to overcome in order to accomplish that. So that's one thing is visualization, which is massive. And there's a ton of great books out there for that. And um, yeah, so there's just a lot of good things I've done. And then the third thing is, is focus on my breathing. And that's the one thing that during 2018, I remember is my heart rate. And um, I wear a Garmin watch and it tracks everything. It tracks my steps, it tracks my heart rate, it tracks all this stuff. And at the time when I was going through these panic attacks, I can see my heart rate and when it was spiking, I was like, oh shit, that's an onset of a panic attack. And it would actually then spiral me into a panic attack. And then, so after a couple of weeks of that, I'm like, I got to turn it off. So I turned off that setting on my watch and stopped looking at my heart rate because that was a trigger for me. And so I've done a ton of work when it comes down to my running, my training, my exercise and my mindfulness, which is the next thing that I work on to really control my breathing in a sense of fear and anxiety, because I do, I get worked up. My, my heart rate goes up when things are out of control. Um, Cause that's one thing that I've learned of my fear is the fear of not being in control of specific things in my life. And that's when my heart rate goes up. That's when just things end up really falling apart. But, um, focusing on my breathing has been a really good thing, especially before I go to bed. You know, my, my day-to-day life is very high pace, a lot of back and forth, a lot of talk communication, a lot of talking to people, a lot of, you know, learning about other people's stories and, you know, how I can serve them and help them and solve a problem for them. And so it's just a lot of like high intense work. And so breathing has been really, really, really good. And, um, at night, it's so funny with my daughter, we actually listen to sleep stories and which is so calming. And I don't know if you guys have ever done that, but, um, that is one area that I love when I have her that we listen to these sleep stories and I probably get some of the best nice sleeps. So focusing on my breathing has been really good. And then practicing mindfulness. So it's becoming, and what that means, like mindfulness, it's like kind of like a broad term. Um, but it's basically be just becoming aware of what your fears are and the outcomes of what can be controlled and what aren't. Because I think in the end, that's what most people fear is the fear of the unknown, um, not understanding the outcome, you know, the fear of failure, you know, and which pulls people back from even trying something, you know. And so practicing mindfulness of being in the moment is massive. And it's been probably one of the biggest game changers for me because I've always lived in bigger picture. Like I could paint a picture of a business 10 years out and what it looks like, what it's built because I've accomplished that in my gym. Um, Cause I am 13 years ago. I am where I thought I would be 13 years later, uh, which is crazy. And so um, practicing that mindfulness, understanding your fears and then not letting them overcome you by breathing by visualization and by learning about them um, has been super helpful. And then this last one has been probably the biggest game changer in my life. And it's always been a part of my life since I've been into fitness, which is using nature and movement as a therapist. And I run a lot. I run every day. Um, After recording this podcast, I'm going to go out for a run. And being out in nature you know, just listening to the pounding of my feet. Sometimes I have music on, sometimes I don't. I do listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to a lot of audiobooks. 
And just even having that on in the background, but being in nature, running on bike paths, running, you know, maybe not on the streets because of the cars, but going to the trails, hiking, cycling, just being outdoors is so, so therapeutic. And it calms me down. It humbles me. Um, it's my exercise. It's my movement. It is truly my therapy. I always say like running is my therapy and, uh, you know, lifting is my exercise, but that is nature is like the, the missing piece uh, that holds all these together because while you're in nature, you can practice mindfulness while you're in nature, you can focus on your breathing while in nature, you can visualize and use your imagination. And then as well as learning more about yourself and your fears. And it is just amazing. You know, I'm from Southern California. It is it's been freezing, but then in the afternoon, it's like perfect the, from the, all the rain and the snow. It's the mountains are green. There was snow capped mountains. I mean, it's just been so therapeutic that it's such a necessity in my life. Like it's not, it's like my medication. Like I, you know, I always say like most people wouldn't miss a pill if they were directed by a doctor to do that. Like I do not miss my run or being outdoors um, because it is part of my health regimen. So I hope these help. Um, you know, I wanted to bring something to the table this week, keeping it short and sweet, you know, so I'm just going to review them one more time. So the five things that I use to overcome fear, which is learning more about it, using my imagination to visualize a positive future, focusing on your breathing, practicing mindfulness. So becoming aware of your fears and then using nature and movement as your therapy. So I hope everybody's having a great week. I uh, hope everybody's having a great first quarter of the year. Um, it's going to be a great year. It's a crazy, crazy, crazy year. It's, um, yeah, it's freaking wild. Um, but I'm excited. We have a lot of great things. Cele- you know, we're celebrating 13 years in business in a couple weeks, which is insane. Oh, if people want movement, we are hosting a 5K and a half marathon on April 1st. And if you would like to sign up for that, we have a link. It is a, uh, what is it? EpicRace805.com. You can sign up. All the money that we are raising for that event, we are donating to the Simi Valley School District, which is going to go and raise funds for um, the homeless students and the homeless seniors specifically, so that way they can have a, use my quotations, which I use a lot, um, a normal senior year. You know, I didn't realize, you know, I was, you know, I graduated high school in 2003, how much it costs nowadays to be a senior with senior pictures and prom and um, you know, cap and gown and the things that you do have to pay for as a senior that they don't have access to. So that's what we're raising money for. I'm super excited. It's a local impact. Um, and that was what this year is all about is making a impact, a massive impact locally into our community. So if you do want to participate, um, it's a 5k and or a half marathon. So 13.1 miles for 13 years. And I hope you come out and celebrate. We're also hosting a party, uh, we're going to have an open house that entire week leading up to it. So that way we can just open up our doors and meet new people and just make the epic impact. So I believe in you until you believe in yourself and every person is courageous. And I hope everybody has a wonderful day and keep crushing it and face those fears. Peace.
Thank you for listening to the Becoming Epic Podcast. If, if you're still listening to this, that means you took something away from this episode. Make, make sure you leave a review and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Becoming Epic. We'll see you next time. Fitness became a blessing. It, it, it's my secret weapon. I'm living